Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Well, 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 here we are. Another evening here over at the J360 Productions headquarters, here to go ahead and talk about some great stuff because needless to say there's a lot of stupidity out in the world and gonna have to go ahead and face it the best way i know how because welcome to the j-man show here on j360 radio Legion, what is up? Welcome to the J-Man Show for episode 287. I am J-Man, of course. And hey, we have another interesting night ahead of us here on the series that started it all for J360 Radio. And let me just tell you this, though. Before we get into it, yes, it is Jams Week and Jam 61 is happening this Friday. And then as I was rearranging and uh, and organizing tracks for that big presentation, I just gotta say one thing. It's just so beautiful to see like everybody getting all their tracks in early. I mean, like I still have two slots left, so if you want to go ahead and get them in, get them in. But uh, I gotta go ahead and let y'all know this. See, some of y'all are getting a little too comfortable with my presence again. And the only reason why I say that is, is because like who whomever it is, I'm not gonna say the person's name because they know better and they need some sort of anonymity just to go ahead and you know have a little bit of aloe for the burn I'm about to give. Do not, and I repeat, do not make any suggestions about how the order of the tracks are played. Do not even try to reserve a spot. Do not even try to tell me about your numbers. Whatever you do, if you value any part of who you are, stay in your damn lane, okay? You know what I'm saying? I've been doing that show for at least like 60 times already. We managed to make a milestone mega mix. We in the third year of its production. I don't need anybody's damn help and suggestions. And your infinite wisdom, do you think I really need to? That show hits the way it does. Now, you might make the music and all, but I organize and outline the whole damn show. I'm doing my job. Stay the hell out of my way. Got it? That's the nicest way I can go about saying it. Because once again, when you take liberties with my presence and who I am and stuff, that's like me going ahead and looking at you like you have no name. Now, I always talk to people like they have a name, and I always talk to people like, you know, because they have a presence too. And it should always be like a respect thing. But you know what? If you're starting to do that stepping on the toes thing, I'm going to shove them in your ass. Do you understand what I'm saying? You want to do the J-Man job? I doubt you could, because guess what? It's not just one show you take care of. You take care of at least 10 to 11 of these damn things. And let me just tell you this. The ones that are weekly need to be weekly. You don't get to go ahead and take no damn break and stuff like that. You have to put stuff together. You have to be ready. If only you knew how my life was. (laughs) And I'd like to go ahead and tell you on this show, but I ain't got enough time like that. So you can just look at a combination of all the different seasons for that sort of scenario. But once again, jams is fine. Jams is in my hands. 
and I got it all under control. I don't need any suggestions. When you submit your tracks, be confident about the tracks that you submit. Have a good time and enjoy this stuff. Enjoy me while I'm here. Remember that rule? Remember that rule? Enjoy the show while it's here. Because when you guys start getting real comfortable like that and then start saying, I believe you should play this track first, I'll do you one better. I'll put you on hold. And God knows how long that hold's going to last, too. Because, you know, even Bank of America can't do a hold like I can. Got it? All right, then. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know that's a little spicy, but at the same time, it needed to be said. Because, see, at the end of the day, I'm very annoyed with my industry. You know what I mean? Like, the filmmaking industry is just getting on my nerves with a lot of stuff. Who the hell does James Cameron think he is, exactly? You know what I'm saying? Like, the man made some pretty good movies, I'm not gonna lie. But, honestly, some of his stuff really wasn't hitting in the latter years of things. And then, like, you know, Avatar 2? Once again, I think Avatar 2 is just too full of its own damn self. And whether it's good or not is to those who care. I, I really don't care about the Avatar story. I really don't care about the new technology in Avatar. And then at the end of the day, he's just going ahead and doing this stuff. It's, it's crazy marketing. Because he'll go ahead and he'll say some of the things that some of y'all responded with. Like a lot of y'all are tired of streaming. Oh, I want to go back to the theater. Yeah, you should go back to the theater. You know what I mean? He's telling you that stuff because that's what a lot of y'all are feeling. And then at the same time, he knows he needs some more of that buku cash so he can break even. And I think it already did break even, didn't it? Didn't it make like the $200, $200 billion mark? Either way, it's like, no, $2 billion, $2 billion, not $200 billion. That's too much damn money. But the funny part about it is, even then, when it makes that $2 billion mark, you know, once again, the man's too damn arrogant. He always got to chime in on everything. It's no different than like when um, Martin Scorsese showed up about the Irishman and all that kind of stuff. I think, once again, we have all lost our way. And when it comes to, like, the entertainment industry, it's not even about the game. If you look at today's entertainment industry landscape, it's no different than, like, today's NBA landscape. It's never about the game. The game is there, and the game can sometimes be interesting and sometimes be enjoyable. But then there are moments where it's the off-court activities, whereas the behind-the-scenes became more of the show than the show itself. And maybe we could say something like, everybody wants to be 30 Rock? Just saying? Everybody wants to be the star now? Everybody wants to be the iconoclast, the, the smartass, until you realize, like, guess what? You can't back up what you say to the point where you can't be the smartass anymore. So now you go ahead and you start playing victimhood games? It's, it's weird to me, but that's what it seems to be looking like. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're into this industry like I am, you kind of know. You kind of see these things. And now I hear word that allegedly there's supposed to be a sequel to The Passion of the Christ coming in. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you mean we couldn't get enough of it the first time? So, so are we going to talk about all of Easter again? Is that what we're going to do? I mean, if that's the case, then I really shouldn't have to go to church, right? You know, because for one thing, growing up in a Christian house, uh, you kind of you get the point and you kind of know. But at the same time, certain people, I guess they need that movie so that they can go ahead and be like, oh my God, I can't believe all that happened. Maybe it's time for me to convert, you know? But what's interesting, though, I remember when that movie did come out and people were of the Christian faith were actually protesting it. They did not want any depictions of this happening. And then all of a sudden, the movie still went through anyway. Which is why, like, when somebody tries to pick at your stuff, or tries to go ahead and say, like, oh, we're going to protest, we're going to protest, just ride that out, okay? 
Just ride out any bit of protest and any bit of, you know, bad press or whatever. Just ride it out. That's my advice to you as a creative. But when it gets right down to, like, I, I don't see the point of it exactly. But, I don't know, maybe it'll scare people to going back to church. I don't know. But what I do know is, is that we don't really need it. I mean, if you look at a lot of the um, a lot of the religious movies that came out and you know over the year, like the Ten Commandments and all, like they pretty much tell you exactly what's going on, and you see them every once in a while. I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a place in Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, in PA, Lancaster, PA, called Sight and Sound, and they do a pretty good job with their productions on what goes on in the Bible. But once again, though, it's like you understand why that is. I just don't see the need for a sequel to Passion of the Christ. But a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all probably see it differently. I know somebody that saw something differently, and he decided to throw his two cents in. Said, "There's a lot they could do with the sequel. They could talk about the persecutions of the Christians in the first church." And it took a lot of me not to respond to that nonsense because you know why? Here's my old thing: Who the hell wants to see that? You can look at something like Mysteries of the Bible or something from um, any sort of A&E special about like all those kind of situations and stories. Or you can just read the Bible if you want to. It's right there. I mean, some of y'all pretend to be about that life during every December, right? You know, you celebrate the birth of, the birth of Jesus, um, but you can't stand talking about the death and the resurrection. And then what's interesting about Easter is, is like when people try to censor you about Easter, in which, in which, like I look at people all the time. I remember one time I said Happy Easter, and then like uh, my cousin went ahead and said Happy Resurrection Day, and they tried to correct me on. I said, "Get the hell out of my face! We're both grown ass men, okay?" I say Happy Easter. I say it with the with the tone of it. I don't go and find like alternative words for things, you know. It's, it's just very interesting how we all go about things and then we just try to hold each other down or no, we need to go correct one another what, or whatever the hell like um, black podcasters usually say about like, we need to, we need to check with one another. We need to go ahead and counsel instead of cancel. It's like, get the hell out of my sight. And which is another thing too. Uh, recently it was Martin Luther King day and I noticed, um, wasn't that a very weird statue to look at though? I mean, I know the point. I know it's about unity and it's about him consoling his wife. And, but, you know, you can easily miss the point when you look at it and there's no heads right there. I hope they at least have, like, the um, the painting or something that can actually stand in all seasons with that statue so you kind of notice. Like, as soon as you see, like, the sleeves and everything, but if you look at it from a different angle, it looks like somebody's getting pleasured in certain um, illicit ways. And then at the same time, it's like... It's creative, but at the same time, you can easily miss the point. You see what I'm saying? But it's definitely him consoling his wife. And I thought it was beautiful to a point. But then I saw all the comments underneath and all that kind of stuff. And they're just people that eat, sleep, and breathe those kind of mentalities, you know? They sit there and they think, like, ooh, <laughs> it looks like somebody's getting dead. Or saying, like, you know, we need to do more for Dr. King. Dr. King needs to be treated better. And, you know, some people are saying, I enjoy my day off. That's just life. That's just so damn ridiculous. And you know what really gets me about Martin Luther King Day? Some people forget about, like, it was all about unity. The dream was about unity, about everybody of any race, of any background, coming together in peaceful ways. Not no ulterior motive, oh, I'm going to get you later kind of ways. I mean, like, everybody actually being good to one another. And it seems like, you know, we get further and further from that dream every, every year nowadays. 
from like the latter parts of the 2010s going into the 2020s, it seems like there's just more disconnects and defects than anything. And you would think that we would come together and do something better, especially after a damn pandemic, even though the pandemic really never ended. You know, that's just one of the things I always try to talk about here. Like, you know, I, I want to be about unity. I want to go ahead and work with people. I want to go ahead and reach out. But I also realize human nature takes its takes its place. And then there's lots of people that don't like yours truly, and I don't like a lot of people either. So it's got to be something a lot bigger than that. But I always say, like, yeah, let's go with the unity. And at the same time, let's go on ahead and try to work out all these problems. What problem you got with me? Let's go settle it out in the yard. You know what I mean? Go a couple of rounds. And while we're at it, no dirty tactics. Like, no hitting below the belt. You take the shot to the head, and that's about it. <laughs> you know? Trade blows, if you will. But the thing about it is, like, a long time ago, you could do that. Nowadays... I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what happened when people and their mentality got real, real soft. Or I know, like, the mentality of, like, how certain people are just not able to throw that punch. But J-Man is able to throw that punch because in J-Man's generation, you could get in a fight. Nowadays, it's just, like, beefs, beefs boil over, beefs get this certain way. And then, like, you start thinking to the point where you wipe out the person instead of just fighting. You know what I mean? If it's something real to fight over anyway. But I always talk about this, like, a long time ago, and I do remember this, some of y'all were talking about bringing back segregation. Some of y'all were happily talking about bringing back reverse segregation here. And then on Martin Luther King Day, you want to talk about unity. That's just as bad as, like, when Black Panther comes around, you want to talk about black, you want to talk about black excellence. That's just as bad as, like, when February is around. Oh, yeah, we got 28 or, some cases, 29 days to celebrate being black. Oh, isn't that cute? That's coming up, too. I, I ain't got time for that dumbassery. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you're about these things, and you should be, we're supposed to carry it over. We're supposed to do better. Be on a better play field than this, but... Certain people just devolve into stupid stuff over anything nowadays. And with all these things and different pieces being thrown out here, it gets even more ridiculous to a point. Like, oh, you know, black lives matter. Yeah, okay, well, how many black people have you been talking to lately? And then they don't say anything. Or, like, everybody carries a banner for, like, trans lives and all this other stuff, but they don't really say anything. They get mad, like, when somebody goes ahead and tries to play devil's advocate, or they get mad when somebody tries to point out something like, well, you're only here on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? You give a damn, but you only give a damn when it's relevant to you. That's the worst part about it all. Now, I know I might get some flack for saying these things on this show, but you got to realize this. If you're mad at me now, obviously you didn't pay attention to the earlier seasons of the J-Man Show, and obviously you're just looking for a reason to be mad. And if you are, you know what? Stay mad. Because I need to talk about anything I want to on this program. You're just going to have to deal with it. Or, out! See what I'm saying? And the thing about it is with me, you don't need to know what side of the fence I'm on. You don't even need to know whether I am about certain things or not. Because how do you be inclusive without saying you're inclusive? See what I'm saying? And even people in the Jam Fam who are not in the Jam Fam, they'll probably tell you certain things about me. But let me tell you this. I guarantee they won't tell you about the times I've been there for them. I guarantee they won't tell you about the times that I actually gave them a fighting chance and I backed them up. I played their tracks before friggin' um, any of these other networks played their tracks. I guarantee they won't tell you about all the good things that I've done for them. 
to help them out with their career. But they'll be sitting right over there talking about all of the horrible things and all of the negative things. Because once again, hey, how do you make yourself shine brighter by trying to go ahead and put shade on other people? That's what some people do. And that's just life. But needless to say, I'm always going to be here. I'm always going to be doing my thing. Because, you know, I, I I can do a lot of good for this for this cultural landscape around here. I can do a lot of good for the entertainment industry, which I am. And I can do a lot of awesome, awesome things for the future, and I will. So, you know, hey, guess what? Hate if you want. It's only going to make me that much better. And as I bring these things out to you, I also got to say... People in the entertainment industry will happily take what I just said to you and will use it as totem poles to make stupid crap like this this one show that's floating around out here called Velma. Isn't it cute? Remember Mindy Kaylin? Remember Mindy Kaylin from The Office? You know what I mean? She was funny. Kind of ditzy, but, you know, she always had something to say and she showed up in, like, other different movies and all sorts of, like, she had her own show called The Mindy Project and all. Did you ever want to see that stuff hijack Scooby-Doo and turn into whatever the hell that is? Turn into a mess of different different ideologues and different narratives that really don't go anywhere, don't make any sense, to the point where it made like uh, Fred Jones into like a complete dumbass with allegedly a small penis. And then like, you know, it turned Shaggy into a black man that's over-obsessed with Velma. Got rid of Scooby-Doo in general. Turned Daphne into like... A bisexual um, minority, too. Because apparently, why not? Yeah, I didn't think at 36 I would go ahead and get tired of the Scooby-Doo franchise. But now, you know, yeah, it's yeah, it's gone, baby. It's gone. Because you see, like, as an animator, I love animated features. And I love, like, animated shows. And even when they did that one where, you know, Scooby was... Uh, or that one where Velma was in love with another investigator. I didn't have a problem with it. I just once again realized, like, they were riding hard on this whole thing with uh, Velma being allegedly gay now, even though she's a cartoon character. She can be with anything she wants. You know what I'm saying? And for the longest time, she was Shaggy's bitch, so I I don't get it. Or sometimes, you know, she'd be in a threesome with Fred and Daphne, but whatever. Rule 34 to to the extent where, guess what? They had to make Rule 35 for everything else. See what I'm saying? That's what I mean by that. But, the crazy thing is, there's no open end to this narrative. If anything, it's like what a lot of animated shows have been. They either have the Tumblr art style, or it's somebody's fanfic gone horribly wrong. And there's nothing funny about any of it. And it just, like, it it just, like, we all have our idea what Scooby-Doo is. Because, you know, Scooby-Doo was huge, okay? Or it is huge. Like, there are so many copies of Scooby-Doo. Like, there are so many different stories in the Hanna-Barbera canon that are like Scooby-Doo because that show was so popular. And the thing is, is that people kept loving the format. But everything about it was really just how the characters got along with each other, the things that they would get into, sometimes teaming up with other characters like Batman, and then not to mention, like, it was funny. It was actually funny. This show is not funny. This show is trying so hard to be, like, adult entertainment, and it sucks. Yeah, have you ever seen, like, certain shows, like, this this happened on Adult Swim many, many times, where they would have, like, certain different animation programs to appeal to adults, but at the same time, some were good, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then some were just weird, like Tim and Eric's awesome job. 
You know what I mean? Or but but either way, you got to be in the mindset for Tim and Eric. If you liked um, Tom, Tom goes to the mayor, then you would like that show. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like the sketches that they would put in the middle of Tom goes to the mayor. That had its own program, so that's fine. Or like if you're watching Children's Hospital, and God knows why, because but then again, Rob Corddry's funny, but still, it, that, that just wasn't a good vehicle for him. So the hell with that. But, you know, or like, what was it, 12-ounce mouse, where it was just weird, and then they tried to throw a story into it, and then it, like, really got on my damn nerves. Now, more oral was funny. That was that was cool. But what it is is that I'm saying that a lot of these adult animations... They can be great, but once again, I think they really forget the point of, like, what exactly you're catering to. And that show, Velma, is, like, one of them things, like, that's somebody's project that, once again, should sit on the internet for a little while until somebody discovers it and say, oh, I get what this is. And then other people come to it, and they're like, oh, okay, we get what this is. Because it's not friggin' funny. It's not good. It sucks. Sometimes it just really, really bad. Just because you could doesn't mean you should and even then if, if mindy Kaling is about this whole thing why didn't she just go ahead and get away from an ip that's already used and say hey guess what this is the mindy Kaling series that's what that could have been you know and the sad part about it is it's like me saying that is going against minority growth right i'm not going against minority growth i'm going against bad television that sucks you know that's just as bad as like when sony animated pictures got rid of the Popeye re- the Popeye movie remake, an animated remake, by the way, that looked pretty damn good for the Emoji movie. Who the hell wanted this stuff? It's just the same thing with Joker, and, and, and like anything in DC Comics nowadays is ridiculous because like they're not really fighting crime anymore. They're over there, they're hanging out with each other, or they're going through they, their MTV moments, or like, you know, Joker's pregnant, now, uh, Joker was pregnant, gave birth to a handsome baby and stuff like that. I could dive into that a little bit more, but I don't want to. And it's the same thing about, like, you know, oh, allegedly Tim Drake Robin trying to discover his sexual orientation, which he never had a problem with. You know what I'm saying? Or any of these other things out here. And they're trying to cater and and go to a certain narrative or a certain group of people out there who don't even give a damn about this stuff. But at the same time, they cry out about sexism, racism, and all this other stuff. But yet, they don't even invest time in the stuff that was catered and thrown their way. Do you see what I'm saying? And, and that's what's disgusting. They don't even know who their audience is. I'm sure they got rid of a bunch of good shows to make that thing. And it's just like, oh, stop it. And if ratings ever meant anything, and they really don't, That's why these people are so carefree enough to go ahead and make a damn second season to a show that shouldn't even exist in the first damn place. And to make matters worse, there's no Scooby in the damn thing. I never thought I would be in a time like this. But you know what? A long time ago, they said that television was a cultural wasteland. Little did they realize the bastard cousin that would evolve from that statement because the cultural wasteland is right now. And you know, as much as you guys would probably say, hey, Jay, could you do it better? Could you do it? Hey, look, even if I was inhebriated, I could do better than that. I could puke a show better than that. Do you understand what I'm saying? With just a slime, like like a slime monster who could only say like one thing, like, I could make a great season out of that. Compared to what the hell you got going on right now. You can only watch so many South Park reruns. Okay. The truth is, is that, yeah, I could do better. 
I know a lot of other independent creators that could do better. But hey, we we still got to go through the process of getting into the club. No, we don't. Here's how this goes. You guys have freedom of choice. You guys have the power of doing things too. If you really want independent content creators to succeed, then support the ones that are really about the craft. Not the glitz, glamour, and all that other stupid stuff. I'm talking about the ones that really want to get work done. I'm talking about the ones that really want to put in the effort and make things happen. That's who I'm talking about. Because all businesses need support. And don't be ashamed of businesses being successful. And don't be scared of people making money. Yeah, yeah, I'm for profit because guess what? I want to make money in addition to doing art, in addition to being the icon. That's why. It takes money to get there. So the thing is, is that, yeah, you have to work towards that. This isn't about, like, you know, you give somebody money and they run away. They do the old con man game. Not everybody's a con man. I'm trying to do this right by y'all. You know what I'm saying? If I can go ahead and get this animated series afoot, I will. If I can go ahead and get this movie taken care of, I will. And it can be done. Some things will probably go on to the Buy Me a Coffee page before it ever goes to YouTube. So that's where one one thing where your exclusive rights would be. But the thing about it is, though, it's like, yeah, I know I could do better than most of these mainstream stuff. Even if I was inebriated, even if I was going through dry with, you know, withdrawal on things, even if I was really, really going through a bad trip, I know I could do better show than that. Like Thundercats Roar and all that kind of stuff. Like, And then the Tumblr art. The Tumblr art got to go, baby. I don't know how that became the standard for the Steven Universe. Which, by the way, it, it in Steven Universe's defense, that's, that's a, that was a pretty damn good show. I'm not going to knock it. I thought it was great. Even though there were moments where they catered to like different lifestyles, and as some things do, and there's nothing wrong with different lifestyles. What it is is that, once again, when somebody feels as though they care about that and they want to go ahead and throw that weight around all the time, if you tell me that, hey, you know, you're poly about things or you're pan about things... I would say, okay, great. But you see, once again, Sunday becomes Monday in my world. I don't want to wait until Monday to hear about this thing when I already heard about it on Sunday. We still got to work together as comrades and get things done. Okay? I need more breaking news, not the same old news recycling to me. Do you see what I'm saying? And then once again, there are just people who don't care. There are people who really don't care, and you're doing the worst thing by trying so hard to make it so that they do care. You see what I'm saying? Remember a long time when I don't care used to be the used to be the best way to handle things. Nowadays not so much. And that's the sad part about it. That's the sad part about human relationships and human communication. At some point people think that they're winning with that, but at another case they're not. They're really just doing shaft shaft half-assed communications nowadays because they don't want to have that conversation. They don't feel comfortable about it. Like I said, there ain't nothing in this world that makes me uncomfortable. It's the idea of, once again, don't repeat the same old thing after you done said it one time. All you need to do is say that one time. Ain't nobody that stupid. Alright? There are just people out there that are lazy and then there's people out there that really don't care. And you know wherever I fluctuate on that whole spectrum? Well, it's like this. Usually in the middle, because I'm going to hear what you have to say and I do listen. But it's like this, what do I do with that kind of knowledge? It's just like the same thing whenever I see people speak out about Joe Biden or whenever like people speak out about Trump or whenever people speak out about any of these people that are in the congressional seats that somehow got the job. What the hell do we do with that knowledge now that that person got in there? 
Think about it. Or anything. Somebody got, got so your new your supervisor left. Somebody else got to supervise the position, and they don't know how to supervise worth a damn. All right, we know that, but where do we go from here? See what I'm saying? Nobody has solutions like anything. They only know what the problem is and identify the problem. Oh my God, the United States is racist. Okay, great. Where the hell do we go with that knowledge? That's all I ever ask. I could sit there and I could listen to you or I could go ahead and do something about it or I could go ahead and live my damn life and get to the point where I ain't never have to worry about that stuff. Because, you know... If you're hanging with J-Man, and even after this episode, if you're still hanging with me and all that kind of stuff, and you like my show, you like my content, you like everything that I'm doing, then I'm doing something right. Because I ain't compromising myself at all. I've been the same damn person I was since season one of this program. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, and I know this. Oh, I don't like J-Man because of what he just said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go eat a dick. Trust me on this one. Blow it out your ass if you don't like me. That's cool. Like I say, because I know the real ones. I know the ones that matter. I know the ones that I made this series and all the other series for. I know all the ones out there that I'm making the movies for. I know all the ones out there that I'm making the animation specials for. And the truth is, is because guess what? They deserve it. Because all this other crap that's floating around out here to cater to one or to cater to two pieces of a of a society that doesn't even care to look at it they don't even care about the WNBA for god's sakes but yet at the same time they want to go ahead and siphon into video games comics and all this other stuff and it's like they're just hijacking established ips the best way to beat those established ips is to go ahead and invest in the new ones that's how you do it but like i say here because look they already hijacked scooby-doo you know, that is something to be very alarmed about. Netflix is over here trying to hijack anime. So they could go ahead and make those anime live actions that are based off of, you know, the, the shows and the shows that anything that's good about the show will not be in that Netflix special. You know, even if the person does look like the character. It is what it is when it comes to that. I notice like when. You know, like certain Japanese company when they do live actions, I mean, it's not always the same, but you know, the spirit of it is there. But when you look over and see Netflix do certain things, it's not as enjoyable now, is it? Because you know, they done took out something that was essential and replaced it with some BS. And you know what's really funny? I, and some people will probably come at me about this. You're, you're like 30-something, but you're talking about cartoons. <laughs> yeah, drop that stupid narrative too, because you know why? I'm talking about animation. You know, all that stuff that you see in your in the Marvel movies and everything? That's animation. That is a big essential part of the filmmaking process. And sometimes you can make a great adult animated feature. Look at Ralph Bakshi, if you will. Wizards is a very good example of that. Along with Heavy Traffic and Fritz the Cat. And you don't have to de- delve into... Too much of, like, debauchery to do it. Think about it. It's, like, right there in front of you. But, once again, when you take something... Like, in the Looney Tunes... The Looney Tunes damn sure weren't made for kids. Let's just be honest. 
If you really harken back to them, any of them that were made in the 40s and the 50s, or shoot, go a little further with the 30s and the, and the whole fire hose um, style of animation, they damn sure weren't made for kids. Those are definitely for adults. I'm speaking about this because it's an art form that, once again, is sorely underused, misunderstood, and not given any respect to. Even as an adult, but also you got to remember, I am an animator. Think about it. In addition to being a DP, in addition to being a writer and all, the only reason why I speak about this stuff because I actually work on the damn stuff. And it's a shame. You know? Let's just break down all the mind-numbingness here. Let's go ahead and try to think critically about these things. Why is it very important to me? Because it needs to be respected a lot better. And you know what AI? AI could probably get the process done a lot quicker, but where's the heart in it? You know? I just get tired of it, man. And the thing about it is I could always call like people normies and say, I'm tired of normies coming in and wrecking my um and wrecking what I do. And the truth is, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I get tired of it. But I have to use that whole thing to let you know exactly why you don't write me and other independent creators off. We got to do something. And this is the year to do it. But that's all I got to say to y'all, at least for right now. And I hope that a lot of y'all that stand with me, you help everything grow around here. Those of you that don't, get the hell out of my way. This is J-Man signing off. Peace.